Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. It's cool. Okay, well, now I'm going to lay out my papers so that I can reference them. Okay. Like an oldie lady. Are those all ghosting? No. Oh. One of them is age play. <laughs> Oh, look, episode 222. I don't know why that makes me happy. My last, uh, my wrap up clockify was 444. Nice. I almost look like a cheetah print. Oh my god. Look at that. Does it hurt still? No. No. This is, this is porn. Sorry, you have to pay for this content. <laughs> I'll put that on Patreon. <laughs> you can unlock this scene without the paper. <laughs> All on Patreon. Here's the thing. That's so funny to me because it's literally just... Yeah. I'm like, we're looking at the camera and I'm just like... Well, but, just... but it's your titty. Oops. God, that was good. This one's not like as bruised. This bruise is almost gone. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's free content. <laughs> I was watching one of our episodes last night. Um, nice. I, I think I think I think we're funny. I was laughing Obviously. at myself a lot. We are funny AF. I even started recording some so I can make some fan edits of ourselves. You recorded our own. Wait, what? Yeah, like I you was, recorded. I was, of well, the sorry, I'm not recording of the recording. I took the video into the video editor again to cut specific um. pieces. But then I was like, I'm not going to tell April about this because she's going to start expecting it from me. <laughs> I like share it, but I block it from you. <laughs> I put it in our group. Don't show to April. I'll be like, guys, don't tell her. About don't this. tell the admin. Do not. Don't tell. I, I make an anonymous profile that I approve probably. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Hold on a second. This might actually be the move. You already like, told me I'm about just it. Like, Shh. No, not because of that. But I just like make an anonymous profile. I'm gonna cut this out. I'm gonna make a fake Facebook, <laughs> and then I'm gonna pretend like I'm a super fan. I'm just like, oh, I just love this team so much. I'm just making my own like content. That's how we're gonna content. know it's a fake content. Like, no one, no one's gonna know. How are they I'll gonna know? I'll know that you're not freaked how out are by they it. Gonna know? I will pretend to be freaked out for the group. I'm so good at lying. You're not so good. You're Do you remember so all the lying I did you're all this time? Literally our the lives, worst at it. the friendship. <laughs> literally worst liar. I feel like I'm a good one. So good. Hey. Here, give me some. Your voice always goes up. Give me something to lie about. Did you know? You don't like small, soft men. I don't. <laughs> there went your voice. I don't. I don't even think they're desirable in any way. 
Which then counteracts with man voice. I definitely don't want to hold them. Mm-hmm. Nope. So. Mm, it's hot. <laughs> I turned the AC down. Oh, that was really nice of you. Thanks. I hope it makes it over here. Eventually. But actually, the, the clip that I was watching, I had this hairstyle. That's why I did it again. I'm like a super fan of myself. You're like, killing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> killing it. Exactly. And always. You yes. always do this. You always take my pen. Do you need a writing utensil? It's okay. No, it's fine. I'll just use this. I was just coloring. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, uh, one time I was driving while uh, our episode dropped on Spotify and it mm-hmm. notified me. And I was like, all right. And I started playing it. I completely forgot I recorded that beginning part that, like, you know, that anchor makes you record. Uh-huh. I was like, I was jarred by it. It's on every single one. I was like, is that me? And then I was like, oh, we already did this one, didn't we? And I was like, yeah, it's better. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> I love to support. So I guess we should, like, start and shit. Do you? Okay. It's only been like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's fine. Welcome I I do. to our actual podcasty part. Podcasty part. I I got a big podcasty part. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was he said earlier? You can do better. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my. If we ever drop the oh my, it's just going to be jarring. So I'm just going to Freaks, know, Kinks, and so Geeks. Weird. And then we'll just be like... Sitting in silence. Slow turn off the head. And then start. I laughed. Uh, look, one thing about me when I make jokes is like, I'm also making jokes for me who watched it. Oh, no, I know. So one time I'm like, well, my freaks. This one gag I did, and I, it's, I'm sure I'm the only one who laughed at it, but I was like, welcome back, freaks. And oh, my. Today we're getting into blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, jer- I can tell how much you like your own jokes by how much you laugh at your own jokes. Oh boy, I'm, and I try, I try to like reel in how much mm-hmm. I laugh at them too, but mm-hmm. I'm just so But funny. some of them you just can't. And it's, they're good jokes. I agree. For the most they're part. They're good jokes, but the one today, you could have done better. But you'll work on it. You know something? And I knew it. Like, I knew it when I said it. I was like, this is probably like a cheap one. I, I still have, went there. We have our moments. Look, it looks like my hair's dark again. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can see it a little. Uh. Excuse me. I feel like that guy from that TikTok about the kindergartners, right? Was it? Like, <laughs> my bad. Oh my god, I so, get my smell back just at the moment. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so yeah, anyways, podcasting and shit and stuff. And, and stuff and things. <clears throat> T- tell me you're recording after a full work day without telling me you're recording after a full work day. We'll go first. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about ghosting. And not in a medium sense. This is the first time we'll be talking about ghosting. I we're not talking about like wish dead we were people. talking about it in a medium sense, actually. True. Let's shift. I just move all the papers off. Actually, remember one of my matches uh, did die. Oh <laughs> my god, that's so dark. That's a great time. Hey, shout Anyways. out. <laughs> shout out in the spirit world to that guy. R.I.P. before you got that D. Oh my god. Oh. I'm so so sorry we're going to hell um anyways (gasps) so talking about ghosting in terms of ghosting interactions usually with dating interactions mostly mostly yeah i think this is probably one of the most controversial topics in existence in dating uh everybody always has a lot to say or a lot not to say (laughs) see what i did there (gasps) 
I do. I so. One thing that I try to do is I'll like post, repost like constructive, productive things to do instead of ghosting. And then like underneath it, everyone's like, yeah, ghosting so be an adult. Tell me what's going on. You know? And yeah. It's, everyone gets intense. Everyone gets really intense. Um, I think ghosting has kind of become the name of the game with online dating mm-hmm. and I have changed my perspective on ghosting over the last few years. I think you have as well. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a number of times. It's over interesting because I feel like we have both like mm-hmm. learned that new information and like shifted from different positions on different sides to kind of like wavering yeah. back and forth, just as we've been learning and also experiencing. I think that's yeah. a big part. Mm-hmm. So we should probably clarify for if if you're not aware of what ghosting is which I would be shocked at this point, to be honest. I know. Um, hey, welcome to our podcast about dating randomly. And Ghosting is essentially when you are interacting with someone. I'm going to give a broad definition, not what my yes. definition is. So you have started to interact with someone on a dating app, typically online. Interaction anywhere from five seconds to five years. And suddenly one of the other person just disappears and stops that interaction completely. Or you've met in person. This can go beyond just interacting online or via text. Mm -hmm. You've met, you've interacted, you've gone on dates, any version thereof, and Mm -hmm. one person decides to stop speaking. Yes, without an explanation. Without an explanation. Without a reason. And this has become pretty much the norm. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you are part of any sort of online swipe dating service, uh, you should at the very least be aware of it. Yeah. And you probably already are if you're on some sort of yeah. online dating service. Dep- especially depending on how you define ghosting, you probably yeah. have had some instances. And I think that's been interesting too because we found a few different uh, definitions where it seemed like a lot of them were kind of you know, agreeing on the fact that the communication was stopping, but like having a few different iterations of like, when does it stop? Like, have they met yet? Mm-hmm. How many days have they been talking? How many questions has been asked? Have you guys FaceTimed? You know, there's like a lot of... Nuance. When does it become ghosting, essentially? Yeah. Like, when does it become, I'm just stopping this interaction because we're not fitting mm-hmm. or this isn't clicking versus when does this actually become ghosting and actually do you remember that article that was saying like uh here are situations that are not ghosting yes i love that one i want to give some examples of that where they were like you know for example um are you have you matched with someone and you start try to start the conversation and so you've asked them a question and they haven't replied what do you think and they don't reply so you've tried to start a conversation mm-hmm. and they don't reply. Yeah. I don't consider that ghosting. I don't either. A lot, because like, well, especially as people who are poly, sometimes you are in and out of being active on the dating apps. Yeah. So sometimes you're matching with someone, like you have no idea the amount of inactive profiles there are on these dating apps. So like, so can you even be ghosted by a person who technically wasn't really even there? When I've heard that, um, at least from the guys that I have dated or even just my anchor partner currently, um, and actually you might be able to speak to this too. Women, there are so many bots on the side where yeah. women are mm-hmm. that I, from what I've heard, it's like 50% bots minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like hey, sometimes it's just answer. a bot. Well, true. <laughs> sometimes it's just like that. Yeah. Or honestly, that person's, I mean, it sounds morbid, but sometimes they're dead. Sometimes they are suddenly in a relationship and just forgot to inactivate their accounts. Yeah. I Look, that... That was a weird thing, but I did do that when I got my hands on my little brother's phone after he died. I tried to, like, reach yeah. out to his current matches to look 
I even helped my my ghost brother not ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was like, sorry, he's like ghosting you, just not intentionally. Yeah, I think he's we, dead. We went on his Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was. His it was yeah, it was Bumble. I remember the yeah. yellow. That was weird. That well, was, it's weird because like I I'm not expressing this to try for you to be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm literally just trying to be like, hey. You know, we tried. That's probably the one time in my life I've ever cared about the ghosting situation the most. Yeah. Which was such an odd thing. My decision to ghost on time is fine, but not for him. Not his legacy. Technically, he did ghost, just not physically. Well, he physically. Not intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. He ghosted, but to another realm. You know? He did the ultimate ghost. You could probably still reach him with a Ouija board. That's fair. These other instances? No, we're just a date. You can't. It's hard. I wonder if there's some. Hot fly spirit honeys for him to probably. Marilyn Monroe, hello. Oh, love it, it for brother. Him. Love it for him. <laughs> um, Another one was, what about if you've been texting for weeks and then it stops? Um, I have a couple of trains of thought on that one because it's like if you're texting, then you have moved off of an app. And depending on how you go about being on apps, like some people will immediately be like, I don't check this. Can you text me? So it's not like, okay, there's rapport there. But for me, I've like talked and built a rapport and I feel friendly and I feel like we probably are going to meet. At that point, I'm sharing my number. Um, I mean, God, that one's hard because there have been instances when I have talked to someone for a few weeks and it seemed like it was going really well and then they just vanished and I kind of felt ghosted. Mm-hmm. But then I've also had instances where it just kind of just kind of petered out like it Mm -hmm. just kind of tapered off and I don't feel like either one of us ghosted it just didn't keep going yeah like we just hit kind of a dead end and it went okay like sometimes the energy kind of dies and I don't know if it's well I mean for me there's so many things that can happen in somebody's life I'm just like okay and then I feel like depending on how familiar you are with the person kind of asking them to get like extremely vulnerable about their situation is a little off-putting. Yeah. Like, I don't know how quickly I want to dive into, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, losing my house, and I need to. I just needed to focus on blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ooh, focus on that. I mean, know? I guess, I, you know, as I'm sitting here kind of talking through these scenarios, I think where I truly set the mark for myself on ghosting is if we have set up plans to mm-hmm. meet. Mm-hmm. So anytime after the discussion of setting up plans, mm-hmm. beyond that, if communication suddenly stops that's when I consider ghosting mm, okay. up until we have set up plans to meet I don't really consider it ghosting yeah so for you up until the time that plans are made if like for example they don't confirm the plan the day of but you guys technically made the plan you consider that ghosting yes mm, mm, mm. yeah that's so funny because that's our next one on this one it says set up a date and there's no confirmation of the day that I do consider ghosting nice they said, well, this is an example of terrible manners. It's not ghosting. I, I disagree. I think once you have gotten to the point of setting up a date or setting up a plan to meet mm-hmm. and that person has agreed to do so, I have set aside time, mm-hmm. physical time, to take out of my schedule to go meet you. And for me, a lot of this is long distance. Mm-hmm. So, right, because you that town. Yeah, it's a bigger deal for me. So, or not a bigger deal. It's just, I have to commit more time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, me agree, like, if it's a Saturday morning, you know, and someone's like, hey, do you want to grab coffee at noon? And then they don't text me for the rest of the day. It's not a loss. Yeah. We Day of? No, it's okay. It's also, I think it really helps to be managing your expectations 
through this. Because, yes. like, yeah, think about, like, the amount of energy that goes into getting to know each, a person enough to even set up the date is also feeling like you're getting along with them well and that it would be worth meeting them. And that already is a different situation than, like, just randomly ma- matching with somebody and not talking. You yeah. know, like, there is, you have started building a connection there. So yeah. it does feel like, okay, I felt safe enough to meet you. That's That's more. You know, yeah. if I'm feeling like, oh, and I date locally. So if someone's mm-hmm. like, hey, you want to just go to this coffee shop? And I'm just like, I'd probably be there anyway to grab some coffee. So like, yeah, if you're going to be there, I'll be there. Yeah. And it's not like throwing off my plans or anything. So yeah, I don't have to reserve a hotel. I don't have to like plan to go out of town. So yeah. Take an hour to two hour drive. So yeah, it, that's for mm-hmm. me a little bit of my cutoff point is once we make plans, that's when I kind of consider it ghosting. So then, yeah, being stood up also ghosting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you stand me up, yes, you yeah. well, that's why are the comf- a jackass. I feel like that's why the comf- not confirming the day of is also like yes. a little bit the same. You know, it's like, I mean, at least... Well, that's why we have to do it now, because you don't want to go somewhere and get stood up. No. You know? Ugh. No. Especially for me in another city. Yeah. Where I might not know it as well or have mm-hmm. any backup friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is a little bit of a, a thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we should kind of discuss why has ghosting become so problematic? Why do people get their feelings hurt over it? How do you kind of navigate being ghosted and maybe Mm -hmm. how to have a mindset shift around it? Because it's, look, we can sit here and say, well, this X, Y, and Z is not okay. People Mm -hmm. are going to still fucking do it, right? Yes. We all know shitty people are out there. Dear God in heaven, are they out there? Yes. So... You know, it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, well, this shit's going to keep happening. We can try to educate them. But part of it, in my opinion, is also on you to manage your own mindset and manage your own expectations set around online dating. I completely agree on that. I just think like, you know, if you if you ever try to look up any articles on ghosting, one thing that does come up is like um, one thing that the Internet has given us is like an oversaturation of matches there's so many. So a lot of uh, these have ended up saying that ghosting is a response to like choice paralysis and not mm-hmm. really like, you know, how much time would it take to vet? Like, listen, any like female on these apps, like anybody who has like, you know, how many people you get matches of that you'd have to wade through all of them, a questionnaire for every single person. And guys, I mean, I'm sure men are listening to this going, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what do you mean? You have three matches in your selection? Right. Men's experience and our experience is drastically, drastically different. I mean, at any given time, I have... And this is not a flex. These are not all matches I want. I probably have between Tinder... Not Tinder, because I'm banned. Bumble, Hinge, and Facebook dating. I probably have a couple thousand matches at any given time. I, I'm sure I say this all the time, but it's always like, th- those are not meaningful matches. No. And a lot of the times on the other side of the spectrum, you're getting fewer matches, but a higher like potential for a more quality match. So yeah. it's almost shifted in terms of like, yeah, the grass is greener on the other side on both ends. Yeah. Where it's like, I'd much rather have three connections that are actually interested in talking to me. Yeah. And and even if it means going months with no connections, period, that actually probably yeah. work for me better. Because it's not, you know, I, about to go on a tangent. It is not an ego boost to have 2,000 matches that are terrible. 
Yeah, some of them are. It literally will actually make you question yourself. There have been times where I'm like, is it me, God? Yeah. (laughs) I have never gone into one of those situations where I don't immediately know this person's trying to be like their most pleasant self. It's just sort of fake. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can be real and not be all like, hey, uh, uh," I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so all of that to say, just because women have all these crazy matches and the amount of matches doesn't mean we have it any easier than men. And I actually think on some level, we sometimes do have it slightly harder. Yeah. Um, and that's because, and, that, and I think part of that is where ghosting is coming from. Is I think ghosting does come a lot from women. And me personally, I have... I tended to ghost, especially when, you know, a lot of our interactions with men have been pretty toxic. I will say we, I will say my interactions with men have been pretty toxic, especially on apps. Yeah. I mean, I have a whole folder of messages from men that are completely either inappropriate, abusive, Mm -hmm. misogynistic. Mm -hmm. Um, They're insane. Um, I've had instances where I have told the person clearly I don't want to like keep moving forward and they'll keep texting and they'll try calling me, which I feel is inappropriate. I've had men call me fat, call me a whore, a hoe, slut, call me a cheater. Um, They've called me just everything under the book, told me I'm ugly when I have told them I'm not interested. Like men have- All of which wasn't an issue when they tried matching with you, by the way. I mean, they've torn me apart when I've told them I'm, and it's literally me. My go-to is always, Hey, I really appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for spending time and talking to me, but I just feel like this is not a good fit. Mm -hmm. That rolled off so easy because I've said it that many times. That is just what I say. Even when it's just that simple, Mm -hmm. they go on the attack at times. I recently, I said that to somebody and then they uh, went towards like attacking me and then also told me that they were going to go kill themselves. Yep. And that, you know, I think that's where a lot of ghosting has come from is that, you know, people unfortunately have been made to feel very unsafe Mm -hmm. when ending these matches. And at a certain point, you are afraid to end matches. Yeah. Because you don't know what they're going to say to you. You don't know what they're going to call you, what they're going to attack you with. I mm-hmm. had one guy tell me that women uh, aren't victims of sexual assault mm-hmm. and we deserved it. That was yes. super yeah. cool. Well, because we didn't punch them off. Right. You know? um, because I drove man cars and went to man gyms. My assault was when I was like, you know, eight. But Well, man cars. Should have punched. Mm-hmm. Should have just kicked them. So... I think a lot of ghosting really has come from, unfortunately, interactions with very toxic and shitty people. And that's not the whole, but that's what we face. Yeah. And we were just explaining that there is a high amount of matches for women. So frequency-wise, we're going to run into those situations much more than the male counterpart that has way fewer matches. So you're in a situation where we were just saying that's a more likely chance of having a quality match. So you're probably in situations where you have a, you think you have a quality match and then suddenly that tapers off and you're like, that's so disappointing. Meanwhile, I'm on my 10th. Well, you were giving me an impression that we were going to blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I, 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 I feel like I personally have done a lot of introspection about this because I do feel that I've been guilty of ghosting. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it's been because of mental health or uh, a feeling of unsafety. Uh, And then in those situations where if it was mental health, I, you know, I completely own that that was my behavior of that time. I'm not trying to use that as an excuse. 
Um, but I know that those situations worked out for me because I wasn't really ready to be in relationships. And what a lot of people don't know is that every time I did run into that, I would remove myself from apps as a kind of like indicator that I probably wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. I think that can be like a way to say like, okay, maybe we can't stop ghosting entirely, but if you feel yourself ghosting, maybe try to look inward and remove yourself from apps for a bit. Just because, you know, what if you do get a good match and you do really want to, like, see that through, but then you can't, like, figure out your own situation and then you lose it? Like, that could suck. I also have tried, um, if I'm talking to someone for more than just a couple days, um, I did start implementing for myself communication around, hey, if... I want to stop talking. I will say this to you. Mm-hmm. Likewise, if you want to stop talking, I'm going to trust that you will just say it to me. Mm-hmm. So I try That's to true. set up those expectations ahead of time um, on how it would end. I think that kind of goes back to our um, how to end things gracefully episode. Yeah. And kind also of being intentional. Being intentional. And I have no problem. And once I agree to that, then I feel a little bit safer about communicating that if I do want to stop the interaction. Yeah still doesn't always play out super well because they can agree to it and then not agree to it yeah but it has worked fairly well mm-hmm. it has worked fairly well and that was one of the things that came up in our research too which was you can't take a more active role in setting up what your expectations are early on to sort of like say like hey look you know you're kind of doing a real talk moment where you're like i know that you know dating apps are probably like you know i'm one of a hundred people here i personally feel once we have a connection we should maybe express if we need Mm -hmm. to you know back off or whatever um and i think that could be i think that could be effective and i think i've used that once with a person yeah where i was like hey oh but don't worry that person ended up breadcrumbing me so oh good yeah that was good oh my god speaking of breadcrumbing what is breadcrumbing (laughs) Well, there's a couple terms. So, breadcrumbing, I was aware of. We'll talk about that one too. And then there was Caspering, which we also learned about. I like that one. Caspering was interesting. Yeah. Um, Caspering is where. Um, are we talking about that now? Yeah. Caspering is where you don't ghost, but you give a very short, sweet, to the point explanation of, you know, I I'm just not feeling a connection. I don't feel I'm no longer gonna be talking, and I just wanted to let you know. And there's, like, no room for discussion. It's just that. And then after that, they no longer respond. Um, So it's, like, it's called, like, the friendly ghost. Huh? So apparently I Casper all the time. I think I do as well. But mostly because I don't, I don't, I don't want to leave room for discussion. You know, it doesn't ever end well if there is discussion beyond that. Yeah. Because the reason I'm ghosting doesn't really matter. The reason I'm Caspering it, you know, odds are it's not something you can change. It's just going to feel like an attack or make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I don't need it to be that. I just recognize that this isn't a good fit and I am just making that exit. Right. For me, what's what's wrong with just understand? Okay, especially for poly people who are going on, who are in the dating scene for years at a time. Yeah, you know something? I can figure out pretty early on if it's going to work yeah. or if it's not going to work. It's just what what personalities do I vibe with? And, you know, sometimes I'm not looking for just like a cordial vibe. I'm looking 
for, oh, there's a back and forth, there's this, you mm-hmm. know? And if I don't see any capacity for that, I'm going to say, hey, I'm not really feeling a connection. I'm going to bounce. And I don't, I, I'm not here to tear apart who you are because you're, what if you're compatible with another person? What if who you are naturally is compatible with yeah. somebody else? Just I don't not need with to me. change that. Yeah. So that's where it gets a little icky for me where it's like, if we are just not each other's types and you keep pressing me for what it is you did or whatever, I feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's, you know, if you did something super egregious, trust me, you'll know. Yes. I will have already cussed you all the way out. Ex- yeah, exactly. I will have already cussed you all exactly. the way out. Exactly. If you were disrespectful, different. You will know, you would know. well before Casper. Yeah, seriously. You're going to wish you were Casper at that point. But if I'm just saying I'm not feeling it, this is where we go back to the mind shift. Yeah. Of like, sometimes you're not going to feel it with people. And it's it's kind of, in my mind, immature when you like cling to that one idea, that one person. Yeah. And that expectation of that one person. And like overthink how to like fix it with that person or what did you do wrong because you want that person it's like well and I think you know this is something we've talked about um well we should probably talk about bread coming before I tangent off come on no so, no keep going say it don't well, let that go well we'll talk about the whole bar scenario oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you but breadcrumbing is also important because I feel like this happens to you quite a bit yeah lately yeah yeah anyways <laughs> not that I'm being called out here but um, so breadcrumbing is essentially when I would say someone, it's almost like a faux ghosting. Yeah. It's a fake ghosting in a way where this person, a person has pulled back mm-hmm. and is no longer interacting. I call it fish hooking, mm-hmm. but breadcrumbing is when they are leaving little breadcrumbs. So this will be someone that might like your photos on Instagram or yeah. give you a thumbs up on Watching Facebook, your stories. watch your stories, a- actively you commenting, things. but not direct messaging. Yeah. Like it, it, it feels like they are engaging with you, but they're not like, there's no way. And it's also called orbiting, which I mm-hmm. think is another good way of, you know, they're staying in your orbit, but they're not in your atmosphere. Yeah. Put that on a meme. Yeah. Hashtag orbiting. Um, uh, yeah. I think I had, I've been in a breadcrumbing situation for two years and it was, oh, and shit. that I, listen, I use that situation to be like, okay, never again. Now I know. Now I yeah. fully know. But it was like the communication was right for a while. Then it tapered off after like two hangouts. And then it occurred that, oh, these pe- this person is busy. I get it. I work full time in a job that can go from like eight hour day to 12 hour day in a drop of a hat. Yeah. So I'm very understanding when it comes to things in life coming up. I'm also, you know, healing from familial trauma. So like sometimes those things. Anyway, it's, there's a lot. Life is a lot. So, um, but this whole, like, every once in a while, oh, but he was still always watching my stories. Oh, he mm-hmm. was still liking all my posts. So that made me feel like, okay, well, you're just going through it right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with timing being wrong and things like that. And it really wasn't until, like, he finally moved out of state. And I was like, okay, well, clearly we're never going to see each other again. And still was. And then was still, still like, trying to breadcrumb. And I was like, you know, I finally ended up blocking him. Yeah, there was nothing overtly wrong, well, so to speak. it's annoying. Like, that's why yeah. I call it fish hooking, because I grew up fishing. So if you've ever fished, this will make sense, where there's always that one day or that one fish that keeps nibbling on your bait just enough to kind of, like, make your line twitch, but will never actually fully take the bait. So you're waiting for the whole time because you keep seeing it like bob up and down Mm -hmm. for them to actually take the bait. And so it gets your hopes up repeatedly. And this fish will do it all fucking day. 
never take the bait, slowly eat the bait away, and you get nothing and you're just left pissed off. So for me, that's why I call it fish hooking because they leave, they give you just enough of a nibble to Mm -hmm. think that there's something there. Yeah. And that sucks when you really like a person. Yeah. So bread coming, caspering. Bread coming. Bread coming. Um, I Casper. I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay. I have with no that. problem with Casper. I feel like that's a happy middle ground. If we're talking about what's the what, what's the inspiration behind ghosting? Uh, a fear of the reaction, a fear yeah. of hurting your feelings, a uh, you know not knowing what to say. Which honestly, like, when who who taught you how to like end communication with somebody over dating apps? No one. Oh, yeah. Because, like, no one's teaching it, and barely anyone is talking about it in their own relationships because, yeah. like, everybody wants to make it look like their dates and their relationships look so good. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do we even learn that? Y'all get real butthurt over something nobody teaches. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why we want to talk about it. And I don't, you know, it's hard not to get mad at people, but I really do try to not take it personal when people casper or people ghost mm-hmm. um not when they stand me up i do take that a little more personal working yeah. on that sometimes but well yeah that kind of plays into i mean that's also like just extremely frustrating it is frustrating so i don't know the difference between like taking it personally versus just like yeah you have to move through it and it's frustrating yeah. for a few days weeks. and that's that's where kind of the whole like bar example so i'm 37 which makes me ancient Oh, um, <laughs> such a hot 37. So before, 37 10, that's you. 10 out of 10. <laughs> so before online dating, we had to actually go out and meet people. That was all <sighs> of high school, all of college. Online dating really didn't become popular until I was maybe in my late 20s. Well, it was late 20s. such the go-to for meeting people that nobody even took online dating seriously. Like, no. do, don't you remember that phase where like, if you met somebody online, you like would never touch, shh, shh. Yeah, no. Like Tell it was we met a taboo. You would make you, I met you in the middle of the street. You mm-hmm. ran over with a car. Um, like <laughs> we you had would a have vendor. you would have stories ready. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you had to go out and meet people in bars, restaurants, going downtown, and me personally, when I did that, you would meet people. You would talk to them. You might talk to them all night, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. We never considered that ghosting. We mm-hmm. had no word for it other than that didn't work. I, last time I went to a bar, like, karaoke, I ended up, like, talking to a guy who was also really good at singing, and he was so cute, and we were, like, doing this type of talking, where we're, like, kind of leaning on each other, blah, 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 and then by the time I left that night, I, I didn't ask for his number, I did you feel ghosted? I don't even remember his name, but, like, it, I, I felt like that was a unique opportunity for us to be two people who are attracted to each other and enjoying each other's company on a night out. Right. I, I didn't expect more. So, like, for me, what has changed where we used to be able to go out and have those interactions and not take it personal Mm -hmm. and just be like, well, next, you know, we went out on Thursday. We're going to try Friday, Saturday too. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, it's interesting to see what has shifted in our society where now suddenly we take it so personal. Yeah. And don't know how to handle these interactions anymore. And I don't know if it's just sheer volume. Yeah. I was almost wondering, is the equivalent to this a person who goes out to bars and isn't able to strike up conversation? Like, are they the people who, when they finally get to strike up a conversation with someone, they're very, like... Feel hurt? Yeah. Maybe. And, I and you know, I don't know if it's also because we've moved so much online, especially in the last few years through a pandemic, that we are more sensitive to this because we have been mm-hmm. so isolated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably a number of things that go into it. But yeah. part of that is managing your own mindset around it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to online date, you're going to be ghosted. 
Yeah. That's just how it is. Expect it. Look, I expect to be ghosted to all the time. Yeah. Like, literally, if someone shows up on a date, it's a win because it, I don't take it for granted. I don't expect it. I, we really go into this with no hope or confidence, as we say. Yeah, we say that all the time. That's our hashtag. Look and fun. <laughs> I know. I'm, we have to wrap this up immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing another episode after this. Right? Fuck. By then, it's just going to be like this. We're going to frick. <laughs> um, fuck. What was I going to say? Hold on. Bar scene. Bar scene. Blah, 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 blah. Look at notes. I know, I know. Oh, okay. I think I touched on this before about the role that mental health plays in this. And I also wanted to speak a little bit on emotional intelligence. So, like, some data will show that, like, the people who end up being the ghoster... Um, first of all, the, I think we already mentioned that it's, it's never about something that the, the person who's ghosted has done. It's almost always just related to the person who is ghosting as in the reason. Yeah. Maybe it's a a mental health thing. Maybe they have, uh, this one was saying like, maybe they have a social condition that means they have lowered empathy Mm -hmm. and they just don't realize. Another one said cognitive dissonance where they're like, someone has done some mental gymnastics to, uh, feel like they're not hurting a person by completely disappearing. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. what's the situation? Interesting. <laughs> you know? Uh, so I think, like, on one hand, if, if ultimately the idea of, like, don't go so you can be considerate for somebody's feelings, and then, like, it's related to being an emotionally intelligent person and saying, like, hey, you know, don't leave me hanging. That would hurt my feelings. I feel like, you know, my question then is, isn't it equitable to also consider that that person has other reasons to ghost and it's maybe, you know... I mean, like, it's either they have a reason that's very, like, honorable and whatever, or maybe they're just a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. Either way, is that a person that you wanted to go with long term? I mean, isn't dating just, like, getting along with the person until you find out, you know, they stand you don't what get you along can't with them anymore? Yeah. So it's kind of, like, the same as that in I my mind. I would rather someone ghost me than me date them and then find out their shit. Have you been ghosted? Like, truly ghosted? Ooh. Either definition. What, what, when you say truly, what do you mean? I mean, I've had... I feel like I got stood up on dates before, right? I'm asking Damn, you. Damn, I can't remember. I know, I'm like... And I'm going through the directory in my head. Like, wait, hold on a second. Beep, beep, yeah, beep, yeah, beep, yeah. Beep, yeah, beep, yeah. Beep. Um, homie... Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That one. That one. Um, I had a situation where I was talking online to somebody for about a month, daily, and uh, then they disappeared, so we never met in person. Uh, and I did feel slighted i don't know it's crazy because i didn't say like they ghosted me like i didn't Mm -hmm. immediately go to that terminology i kind of was just like you know look i took some time i was like oh you know i have to readjust to now not talking to this person who i was talking to every single day and um i did feel that loss and then after a while i felt like that person was a jerk because you know they left and then it's like okay so then ultimately you know if that situation had never happened i would just kept moving forward with that person until that like insensitive or that insensitivity came up you know i think we found out later that they have some pretty deep yeah issues yes so bullet dodge there what is it na hmm i think they were in na yeah narcotics anonymous it was a fun time it was great it's great it's great it's great that was a couple years oh man that person is out there just please never come back no thank you (laughs) no thanks So, Um, yeah, is there anything we left off on? Give me a second. I think the big thing, you know, mental shift, 
really, really just try not to take it personal and highly encourage, don't ask what I did wrong. It's not going to help you or serve you. No, it, it sounds kind of fucked up, but it really is a numbers game with online dating. It truly is a numbers game. Yeah. This is coming from someone who pre-pandemic had long-term partners consistently. Mm-hmm. Post-pandemic, fuck dating. Pre-pandemic, I feel like I could have been like, I think I want to have a date this Friday. And then yes. I just got on the apps. Post-pandemic, you would think I'm the worst dater on the planet. Like, my dates have been a shit show the last two utter opposite shit show yes. for so amazing reasons like holy balls <laughs> i can't even, honestly i wish those guys would have ghosted you instead right same <laughs> like what the fuck that, um mm, i love that pants on fire and turtle pants as i'm gonna call them now <laughs> pants on fire and turtle pants it was like date part one was the drinks at date part two was standing by your car for two hours on one and then the next one, date part one, was long, slow movie. And then run, run, run for your life. <laughs> one was like, yeah. actually, both were afraid of me. That's what they both ended up saying is that they were nervous. Came out two very different ways. One wouldn't go away. One ran like he literally had been set a torch. Really? Just like, tread marks on smoke on the ground. And I don't think I, when I called you, cause I talked to you after them, I think I was just laughing the whole time we because it was laughing, like, it, especially laughing harder after the second one. Cause it happened so close to the other one. Well, I think I, yeah, I wanted, they were back to back cause I just wanted to get them over. <laughs> Tell me your dating's been shit without telling your dating shit. I think I even said I wanted to get them over with. I did actually. You did. You did. I think I had that in text. Uh huh. Yeah. Oops. Oopsie daisy. Listen. <laughs> so, that you just, like, honestly, you just gotta fucking roll with it. And it's kind try of to a, find the a humor. maturation thing, you know? Like, it's, you know, if you just really understand the situation that you're getting into is that, like, there is a lot of ghosting in this lifestyle, dating style, and things like that. Uh, people have a, no singular reason for ghosting. Yeah. And you'll never know it. Um, I So... One thing that I had written is just shifting back to logical thinking. Like, I know this is something you're trying to build an emotional connection first, but the more logical you can be in the beginning, the better you're, better time you're going to have. Yeah. You know, logically, people ghost. Logically, it's not about you. That's actually research. Yeah. Research has shown that, um, first of all, only like 22 to 26% of people are actually ghosting. Yeah. So majority of people are not. Um, and I think what ends up happening is that most people you will meet will just have a very memorable ghosting. And then they'll, that really hurt them. So then mm-hmm. when they're speaking out about what they think about ghosting, they're kind of speaking about like, well, I, it, I and honestly, when I was doing this research, I, I, I found myself getting defensive a lot because of my experiences of when I ghosted and how I felt and like remembering that like, oh yeah, I felt unsafe and I felt like I had to use a fake yeah. number and blah, blah, blah. Like I would, Which we have, I, I mean, would use you a fake use, number in the beginning. You use the fake numbers a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. And I never regretted it. Yeah. I never was like, oh, I wish that guy still had my number. I used to use, um, not WhatsApp, but the other one that became really uh, shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used Kick for a long time. Mm-hmm. I used Kick only once. But I yeah. used that for a while, but now it's complete shit, so I got rid of it. Um, That's true. So, yeah, um, you know, and then if you're a person who's feeling like a ghosting, you know, maybe step, step back from dating. One thing that I really want to say is if you feel like you may be about to ghost somebody... 
um, and you're in our group, you should just post to us and ask us for what to say, and then we'll all come forward. That's what I love about our group is that we have a we're just a bunch of fun and also intelligent, smart people. Mm-hmm. And um, you could even find somebody, write something, copy and paste it, and you don't have yeah. to even do the work. Like lean on others for support, especially if you're withdrawing because of mental health. Lean on others for support. And truly, you can steal this of just saying. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really enjoyed it, but unfortunately, I just don't feel like this is a good fit for me, and I wish you all the best in your search. Yeah. Steal that. Take it. That's direct. It is to the point, and it means you're done. Yep. Copy-paste. I literally have that saved in my phone. Copy-paste. So... Let's put it in the episode description. I'll, <laughs> put it in, I'll drop it in the notes. Um, and we should probably mention, are we dropping this episode this week or next? This is going to be the this week one, yeah. So we do have a lunch <gasps> a day after this drop. So Yay! if you're here locally. Um, and if you come, we will not ghost you. We won't ghost we you. we will be there. We can't ghost you. We can't. We're the hosts. It's not, it's, we can't do it. Um, make sure you join our Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks Facebook group. You can RSVP to the munch there if you're here locally in Gainesville. It is open to anyone and everyone that wants to participate. Make sure you're aware of what munches are. If you don't know what a munch is, we actually did an episode on it. Yes, we did. So you can go learn about what a munch is. It's pretty much just a gathering of like-minded, fun people at a Mm -hmm. local bar where we hang out. Usually don't even always talk about kink and stuff we talk about everything it's literally we were talking about horse races that involve a tiny tiny horse rider and there was a pool tournament like there was oh man that was so it was so much fun we we came out like all of our group like came up to the pool table like like, hey story (laughs) we got next game <laughs> and then we had two members in our group who had their own pool cues in like yes. a leather bag. Oh my god, I felt so powerful. I so was like, there with us, there was us. That's us. That's our group. We're all behind them, like, mm, what? 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 They're next. So you can RSVP there. We do those once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon if you're able to support us. We self produce this, self pay for it, self promote, all of that good stuff. And Patreon, you can be a Patreon for anywhere from $3 to $20 a month. You get Mm -hmm. behind-the-scenes perks. You get swag. If you are one of the top-level supporters, you are one of our producers on the show, technically. You get a name call-out, and you get a private one-on-one session with us every month uh, via Zoom. Or if you're here in town, we can have a group thingy. (gasps) Not a group thingy. Uh, Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, no. We We will meet. Um... What am I forgetting? We have an Instagram. We do. Oh my God. We got the Instas. We got the Instas. You know, our YouTube channel is just about to hit 100 subscribers. We are on YouTube oh, as well. That was pretty intense. Which you can tell yes. if you're watching this. <gasps> Yay! Please subscribe. Please. Please hit the Thank little you. bell icon so you get notified every time these cute faces come onto your screen. It's cute, snarky faces. Oh, um, this is my cute, snarky face. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, did you say the Kofi thing? No. You can also give us a Kofi donation. We really appreciate it. Yes. And we said that we have five-star review. We do need five-star reviews on our podcast page for Apple. Please. So if you go to that, you can also leave us a great five-star review, which helps other people find us. And maybe we can get better light so I'm not in the dark. We are fit. Um, this is temporary. But we're working we're on it. But we're still out. getting... We're, we're still figuring things out. Sorry. Bad day reference. So many of them. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So hopefully we see some of you at the munch. And if you're listening to this after the munch, the munch was awesome. So it was so fun. It was so good. Oh my god! And that one thing that happened. It was so unforgettable. Mm. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I love our munches. Okay, you good? Yes. You're not gonna make me flirt, right? Bye. No, she's definitely gonna flirt.
Precis. Bye.